You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for tuning in. Over the weekend in London, a van driven by an angry white man plowed into a group of Muslim worshipers coming out of their mosque. Just a few days earlier, in the same city, a van driven by Muslim zealots plowed into a group of tourists on the London Bridge. Only one of these two incidents received real attention from the President of the United States. And I'll let you guess which one. Likewise, President Trump has ignored many other attacks against people of the Muslim faith while simultaneously decrying any attacks on Western soil by brown people from the Middle East, using the violence as leverage to push more travel restrictions and other policy changes. And President Trump is not alone. Just this morning on NPR, we heard a report about how media outlets and people on social media are quick to label violent attacks by Muslim and Arabs as terrorist attacks, while we often hear about white attackers being, quote, sick or crazy, but almost never are they called terrorists. Most mass shootings in this country, in fact, are committed by white men. And yet we still hear, even from our own president, about the radicalization and violence of Muslims, but we never hear about the radicalization or violence of white men as a group. Why is that true? What's the double standard at play here? Is it driven by an America first policy? Is it driven by the idea that we need to protect ourselves? Or is it driven by race? And ethnicity? Is this some sort of ethnic paranoia that plays out and connects to the history of racial inequality in this country? I'm going to spend the rest of the show talking about that subject. And of course, we want to hear from you. What do you think when you see this these very similar kinds of incidents treated very differently? When Muslims do something, we are very quick to insinuate or just come out right out and say it's terrorism, it's related to terror. But when white people do very similar things in this country or abroad, there's this hesitation, this reticence to describe it in the same way. Is it just not wanting to conflate international terrorism with the kind of domestic terrorism that we have here? Maybe we need a different word for that domestic terrorism. Or is this about inequality? Is this a a dynamic of sort of ethnic bias in our society? 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work your comments into the conversation. And joining me now to help uh, flesh out this subject and frame this uh, discussion is Osama Siblani. He is the publisher of the Arab American News. Osama, welcome back to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Yeah. So I'm really curious from your standpoint, what do you you think explains this, 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 this double standard? Well, I mean, we're talking about a president that ran his campaign uh, uh, actually on uh, an anti-Arab, anti-Muslim, uh, anti-black, anti-woman uh, platform. So, uh, you know, this president has, has made it from uh, the get-going that he is he is like this. 
So I'm not really surprised <laughs> that the president is He is has acting. an anti-Arab bias. And yeah, he, made he, that he has an anti-everybody bias, and, and especially the Muslims and, uh, and the Arabs. And, and, and he focused his effort in the campaign on, on making sure that people elect him because he's like this. Now, what, what surprised me most is the media, how the media deal with the, the, the shooters, for example, in, in Washington, D.C., the other day with the Republican, um, I think, baseball game or, 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 or golf game, uh-huh. I, I can't remember. Uh-huh. And the shooter, uh, they called him shooter. They didn't call him a terrorist. Right. And um, uh, if he was a Muslim, they waited, actually, uh, f- to, to know what kind of a shooter it is. Right. If the shooter had been a Muslim or an Arab, he would have been immediately a terrorist. It would have been a terrorist attack. And, and because he was not, he was a white uh, uh, person, then they called him a shooter. Uh, uh, he, he is troubled. Uh, you know, he has, he's mentally challenged. You know, yesterday, for example, um, my staff called me. I was out of the office. And a mentally challenged white man walked into the office, started ripping things around. You know, they called the police. Mm-hmm. And the police came in, and they took him. And you know, I came to the office, and they told me, "Well, you know, he's from other states, and he is mentally challenged." If it was a black coming into the office ripping things, if it was an Arab attacking a white establishment, he would have been in jail. You know, he would have been called a terrorist attack. Right. You know, uh, on on an establishment from Portland, Oregon, to to the Somalis who were shot in uh, uh, Minnesota. Uh, to the recently, you know, a Virginia murder of a Muslim girl, uh, to the man who drove a, a van through a Muslim crowd in London, England. You know, it shows you that that they they encourage stuff like this. You know, like when 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 the uh, the person in Portland, uh, Oregon, killed two white men just because they're defending a Muslim girl, a uh, black girl. You know, uh, uh, he was not called a terrorist, right? And right. you cannot. What is the definition of terrorism? Well, I mean, I, is it that people ascribe terrorism and that word to people with a particular political ideology? In other words, uh, terrorist has become, inaccurately or accurately, a description for uh, people who want to sort of undo Western civilization or people who want to attack So is Timothy Western McVeigh a terrorist? Right. Well, and that's a great question. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh is not, uh, is not, was not going to change the, the uh, you know, uh, uh, the politics of, the, of our nation. Right. He wasn't angry when he blew up the Oakland, uh, uh, the Oklahoma uh, federal building and, and killed the hundreds of people. I mean, you know, like we, we really have to uh, look, even, even overseas, it's the same policy. It's the same policy. You know how many people, they die every day by terrorist attack, and sometimes by our own attack. Sure. By, More by Muslims this. are killed by terrorists by terror- than any other ethnic and, and, and some of them are killed by our own weapons, by the U.S.-led coalition striking and killing innocent people. And in, in, in you do not hear it in, in the media. You do not hear a mention to it, as if the, 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 the lives of Muslims or Arabs they are just worthless. They don't you know? matter. Well, and that 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 is a familiar. To me, I'm very very offensive. It's, yeah. a, it's very offensive to me. I'm very offended when when I hear, for example, in, in the Detroit Free Press, which I you know I don't mean to to offend <laughs> That's you. That's okay. Uh, you know when they say a Muslim clerk in Dearborn or Dearborn clerk. Well, we have nothing to do with this Dearborn clerk. I have never seen this Dearborn clerk. <laughs> right. Why do you have to identify Dearborn 
with this man? Why don't you identify him with me? Why don't you identify him with someone who is a Pulitzer Prize, who is a uh, who entered the Journalism Hall of Fame, who who did something, invented something, and we have inventors in Dearborn. I, you know, uh, one of the people who I know in Dearborn have 110, you know, patent in his name. I mean, why do we have to identify Dearborn by a a, a, a a radical person who happened to be called, you know, a Muslim cleric? Right. You, you know, and, and the media is not helping. So, so frankly, I mean, they're helping maybe uh, uh, Mr. Trump, but they are really giving us a hard time trying to identify self, uh, ourselves as as American who are trying to, uh, you know, raise families in here and and uh, and contribute to the American. Sure. Uh, a dream, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Osama Sablani, the publisher of the Arab American News. We are talking about the spate of violent attacks that have happened and the way that they're characterized differently depending on who is committing the violence. When we see Muslims or Arabs commit violence, it is almost always characterized as terrorism. But if white people do the same thing, as we've seen recently in London, as we saw recently here in the United States in Alexandria, Virginia, an attack on our members of Congress, no one seems to invoke that term. Nobody seems to say that that is terrorism. Is that true because we ascribe terrorism to some sort of specific political ideology or is it just plain old ethnic bias, racism? Is it a double standard that connects to the strains of inequality that exist in our society? If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone. So it's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Janice in Chesterfield called and said she could not stay on the line, but I, she says she sees a difference in ideology. Muslims have a religious ideology. White people have all different ideologies. That's an interesting uh, way to characterize this. Amy on Facebook says, I absolutely think it's a racism issue. issue. There is a need in white people to maintain their feeling of superiority. And if white Christian men are just as bad as brown Muslim men, then that shakes up their whole worldview. Very different take from Amy there. Ed on Facebook says, terrorism is killing innocent people who neither threatened nor attacked you and can be used broadly to, find, to define the actions of any individual or government. I think that's a pretty good working definition there, Ed. It's not the one that we seem to be using. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone. So let's go to Anthony in Royal Oak. Anthony, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi. Hey, how are you? Um, yeah, good, good. Yeah, I, I want to say that, you know, the Trump administration is, is a white supremacist, supremacist administration, and that, um, you know, if you, con if you contrast uh, the amount of, of crimes and terrorist acts committed by white Christian males with, um, say, the statistics that would be compiled by Voice, the organization that you set up to uh, keep track of immigrant crime. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The statistics, the statistics would, would uh, you know, would, would cast white America in a bad light. You know, so he would never do that. So, he, you know, they don't acknowledge white Christian crime. Right. There is no such thing as, like, white, you know, radical white Christians. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there, is, there is a hesitation 
among not just authorities, but also, as Osama Sablani points out, uh, among media to us to ascribe that kind of motive to or description to acts committed by white people. This idea that white people can be and are committing terrorist acts is something of a cultural hurdle that we have, uh, again, not just in in the, the, the way that we sort of officially deal with these things, but in the way that we describe them popularly. Anthony, thank you very much actually, you for know, that um, call. Um, Go ahead, Osama. Yeah, Stephen, actually the State Department define terrorism. It's right on the their website. Sure. By a person uh, or a group using violence against individual or group of people to uh, uh, change policy uh, or, or, or for political uh, influence or game. You know, and that is really terrorism as far as the State Department is concerned. Right. And this is what's happening in all these incidents that we've talked about against Muslims. And and when it happens, then they become mentally ill or they lost their job or they're distressed because of family problems and divorce and stuff like that. And then they take it on Muslims. But if a Muslim committed a crime, immediately he's a terrorist, like in, in, in uh, Orlando. Uh, the, the man is disturbed, or in uh, in California, you know, in Bernardino, you know, the the person is mentally disturbed, but yet he is a Muslim, then he is immediately He's a terrorist. Automatically a terrorist. Automatically a terrorist. But this is not really. I do not want to put all of this on the shoulders of uh, Mr. Trump. Absolutely not. I mean, he he. This is, was true before he was. But it it, it 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 was built up by. Hollywood and the American mainstream media. And they should take part of the blame, and majority of the blame actually, and try to fix it and correct it. Uh, but they're always doing what's popular, not what is right. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I think that we should, we should address Hollywood and we should address the mainstream media and invite them to correct this mistake that has given Donald Trump a victory uh, uh, last year because he used what they have been dishing out in order to get to the White House. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Gene in Rochester Hills. Gene, welcome to Detroit today. Hi, good morning. Hey, Appreciate how are you? It. Go ahead. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I wanted to say that it seems to me I would argue that this is a case of identity politics. And I would preface that by saying that Trump's ascension to the presidency was driven by a white populace. Maybe part of that was economic, but I think a part of that, too, was a reaction to the diversification of America and the so-called war on Christianity or the war on Christmas. And when you see somebody who looks like you, talks like you, and acts like you engage in those kinds of heinous acts, it hits close to home if you were to label them as a terrorist, which has a certain, a certain kind of connotation to it. Whereas it's much easier to ascribe that kind of a label or a comment to somebody who really doesn't fit within your idea of norms, somebody who speaks with an accent, who may dress differently, who may act differently culturally, but also, too, engages in a certain kind of religion that doesn't ascribe to what you 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 have a faith in. And I'd just like to get your guest's comment on that. Yeah, thank you very uh, much for the for the comment, Gene. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think he's right to a certain extent. I think that there is, but this is this is an ignorance. This is ignorance. By uh, the, the the thing that I can you know uh, describe what he said is that we have created this ignorance in in the minds of people. Uh, America is is not has always been diversified, and now it's more diversified than than ever. Sure. But diversity is an asset. It was never liability. I mean, look, you know, we we, we have to educate our our people. That that if, you, if someone doesn't look like you, 
It doesn't mean that does not hurt like you, or it doesn't feel like you, or it doesn't cry like you, or it doesn't is not happy uh, like you. You you are happy when you're happy. So this this is the kind of stuff that we really need to start educating people. If I look different walking on the street, that doesn't mean that I have guns and I am gonna hurt you. Maybe I am the one who's gonna help you. And many many instances, many cases, and I can I can you know list uh, hundreds of them where Muslims have done a lot of stuff in order to protect. Americans or protect people who are walking on the street from an, from an attack. Sure. So 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 where do we get from? Where do you get the idea from that if you are looking different than me, if your color is different than my color, if your beliefs are different than my belief, then I am your enemy? Where did we get this? How did we come to this? And I think that I would reiterate again that we came to this because the mainstream media is always labeled Arab. You know, killed two Arabs killed. Three Americans, sure. or or Muslims attack this. The, the kind of, of of titles and or headlines that we put on our article, the the the, the thing that we say uh, at the news, uh, you know, at at, at the uh, six o'clock news broadcast are very important. What Hollywood has been dishing for years is very important. They created people, it created an image of Muslims and Arabs are killers. It's created a, a, an and image of a black. A, right. uh, you know, if, if you see a black from behind the window, it means that he's coming to rob you. Right. Where did we get this from? Yeah. Where they, did we these get all it from? come from from popular That's images, correct. and it, and of course from the nation's history, which yes. is rife with with right, right, right. But, uh, but but we should address this because we're going to a cliffhanger right now. Yeah. And, and we cannot continue to to accept this as the norm. This is not the norm. This is not how America becomes a great. This is how America fades away from greatness. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Osama Siblani, publisher of the Arab American News, about Islamophobia, terrorism, and violence. Stay with us and stay with us on the phones. Harry in Sterling Heights, Mata in Detroit, Doris in Detroit. Chris, we will get to you next. We'll be right back. You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guest is Osama Siblani. He's the publisher of the Arab American News. We are talking about Islamophobia, violence, and terrorism. How do we deal with these things? How do we define these things? It seems that when someone of Muslim or Arab uh, heritage commits a crime, it's almost always called a terrorist act. But as when we saw last week uh, a white man attack congresspeople in Alexandria, Virginia, or just this week, a few days ago, uh, a white man driving his car into uh, Muslim worshipers coming out of their mosque, those things aren't called terrorism. Why is that true? What is that double standard about? We are talking about it. And of course, we want to hear from you. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the Facebook page here at WDET, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. And we'll try to work those comments into our conversation. Kim on Facebook says, I'm struck by the way that terrorism directs our attention towards the community that's targeted. They are terrorized. When minority communities are attacked, however, it's called a hate crime, whether it's labeled terrorism or not. Muslims in the U.S. and elsewhere are terrorized by the racist stereotypes and discriminatory policies 
directed against them. Kim, thank you for that comment. Andrea on Facebook says, I'm very disturbed by the lack of coverage in the news, the latest attack in London. Uh, when I first heard about it yesterday morning, I went to WDID's V's website, and I think it was the fifth or the sixth headline of the driver war of Muslim. It would undoubtedly have been the top story. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 on the phones. Let's go to Harry in Sterling Heights. Harry, welcome good morning. to the show today. Program, great show. I always love calling in. Thank the you. problem I have, maybe we're just talking nomenclature. You can call it tourism, and murderers, zealots, sicko, hate crimes. You can't describe that to the victims who they got killed by. These are sick people just doing stupid things. Mm-hmm. And it's not a gray area. It's black and it's white. You don't drive buses into people. You don't blow up buildings. It's just, it's not right. right. And, and religious reasons makes it even worse. So I think it's just made up nomenclature. That's right. the dead people. They don't care what it's called. They're dead. Yeah, you know, one one way to sort of interpret that, Harry, might be that we just stop calling anything terrorism or or call everything terrorism, right? I mean, why? what you're getting at is why draw distinctions when people do things like this? And I think that is... That is actually a really great question. Um, let's go to uh, uh, let's go to Mata in Detroit. Mata, welcome to Detroit today. First of all, thank you, Mr. Henderson and Mr. Sibrani, for this wonderful educational uh, segment. Uh huh. We only have a couple minutes and, left, Mata, but uh, but I want to make yes, sure we we get you. And in there. Uh, my my comment is, it's just not the media doing uh, polarizing the. Muslim as a terrorist, um, it's also minimized the effort of people in the local community or internationally who is doing good job and trying their best to uh, neutralize the situation. For instance, I myself, I am a Nobel Peace Prize nominee by the International Institute of Metropolitan Detroit and the city of Southfield and Wayne State University. Not one word in the media there locally or, you know, nationally brought that up. I am an Arab, okay? I deserve also my uh, chance to be known as an Arab who works for peace. And I thank you both. Yeah. No, thank you very much, Mata. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think it's not only, you know, recognizing who's a terrorist and who's not. The president's attitude towards, you know, the attacks, like he is quickly, uh, you know, uh, uh, condemning the attacks against, for example, Americans or or Britain or or in French, uh, in France when when it's committed by Muslims. And he he totally ignores the attack on Muslim Americans inside the United States and never recognize it, never condemn it. And that that's not talking about terrorism, talking about protecting American citizens and condemning the attack on American citizens. And that is really what I'm concerned about, that a president does not value American uh, lives, uh, uh, you know, with the same measuring, you know, yeah. tape. I mean, it, he, he just look at, at America as his America and our America. And that is a very dangerous I mean, that's proposal. making that's making things far worse, I think, in, in terms of the way we deal with, with each other. But as you pointed out before, this is not just about... Donald Trump, this is something we've been dealing with for a really long time in this country. What do you think is the way uh, – you pointed out what media does. 
what are the, what are the, what's the other way to, to sort of fix this? We've only got about a minute left, but uh, well, I think I think we need to talk about it frankly and and bluntly, and and we have to address where the issues are, and the issues are not only in the White House, is not not in the Trump's camp. It is also in our camp. Every community, even the Muslim community in this country and the Muslim world, they have to to address this issue. We need we need to start, you know, acting like. There is a crisis in here, and, and our country is going downhill. The whole world is disintegrating, and we need to start coming together in order to save you know, uh, our, our universe and our people. Look what's happening in Yemen. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 cholera is killing you know, tens of thousands of people right now, and, and Yemen is a poor nation. Yeah. Now 17 million is under the poverty line. That is a disaster. That's, a, that's an international disaster of, of enormous uh, proportion, and we need to address this. You know, this is this is a terrorist attack by cholera. Right. You know, right. against people, and we have created this, uh, you know, condition, and we need to address it because yeah. people are dying. It doesn't matter how they are dying, but they are dying, and we need to take care of it. Yeah. Osama Sablani, publisher of the Arab American News, as always. Thanks for being with us on Detroit today. Thank you. Thank All right, it's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET. Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. See you tomorrow.